Uh-oh. It's the news, according to me. Well, it is another day. It is Thursday, 28th of September, 7.50 a.m., 2023, 2023, 2023, yes. Um, and I am your host, who is not, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a lawyer. I wish I was a doctor right now. I would prescribe myself something for this sinus infection thing. But I'm not, so henceforth, henceforth and hitherto, I am, uh, I am suffering, suffering through this. I have a, it's uh, yeah. It's gonna be one of those days. I have I have I have a I have a cup here. I have a cup in, in my cup. Oh yes, it's a good cup. It's, it has it has a vanilla chai with uh, cinnamon creamer. I'm at home. Sorry, I'm a little distracted right now. A lot of stuff going on around me. I have uh yes. There's there's a few things I want to talk about today. Uh. Couple things. One is what more about this Bob Menendez thing, but there's also some other things going on. Kind of some big bombshell stuff that um, apparently isn't really getting enough. It could be. It's potentially bomb, bombshell stuff, I should say. The the one thing, and I, and I wanted to hear more about this deal with the whole. It, I have a feeling that they've had more information. They haven't released everything that they've been finding out in the in the Biden impeachment inquiry. One of the things that came out, I think it was yesterday morning, as possibly yesterday, the day before, was it day before? I can't remember whether it was day before or not. Um, this whole thing about Hunter Biden, one of the transfers that was made, now they make it, a couple of people have said there was two transfers, $250,000, made it sound like there was two $250,000 transfers done. Now it was, it was a $250,000 transfer and also another $10,000 transfer right around there. The total, I think, transferred was about $265,000, something somewhere around $260,000, whatever it was, right in that ballpark, quarter of a million dollars transferred. Uh, and under this transfer, the, the address to the transfer was a, one of Joe Biden's homes. Now, you realize Joe Biden has many homes, uh, rather lavish homes, I might say. And these homes that he has <clears throat> are actually are actually very uh, well. How you say? Let's just say Jill Biden doesn't make enough as a doctor of education to uh, afford these homes. Um, I guarantee you, if you have a lot of stuff, if you have homes and houses and no visible means of support. The FAA, they're the, the FAA, the, the IRS will come after you. They say, where did you get the money to pay for all this stuff? As far as we know, there's no financing on these homes. Now, okay, so there's this issue. Now, here's, here's the problem with some of this stuff. Now, of course, the left is coming out and saying, well, that's just where, during COVID, that's where uh, Hunter was living there. He was just living there at that house which is why he used that address. Okay, well, well here, here's the, some of the issues with this whole thing. Um, Joe, 
Hunter Biden had a couple of LLCs. He was doing business with LLCs. And he had these, these businesses he was doing. But this isn't adding up because here, here's, here's where I have a hard time with this. Now, it's possible that if his LLC used one of Joe's homes as a, as a location for that business, you can have a home office. If they used that as a, as a home office, which if he, you know, his taxes would show that if he did. Well, then, yeah, okay, that's, that's the address you're going to use. I, I, ha I have my home address as my business address. Even though I have a separate business uh, building that I run most of my business out of. But I also use this, my home address, as my actual business address. It started off as that, and I just, I've just kept it that way. Mostly because if I ever sell the other property, I don't have to worry about changing my address on anything. <laughs> If I do move from this home, I would have to change my business address as well. But I also do, I conduct business. I do have an office here. And I, of course, I have this little studio here that I, I use, as well as some other, other facilities. I use a certain amount of facilities for doing my business. And so, so it is a, uh, it's legitimate. It's not, I'm not trying to finagle anything out of the, out of my paying my taxes. The other building is, is completely dedicated to the business stuff, the business stuff, business. Now, it's possible that if one of his LLCs was registered and had the address of, of Joe Biden's home, why, why would it? That's the, that's the question. Why would you have that at home as a location for your business? I, it's, it's not your home. If, if this is Hunter's business, why does he have his dad's so the, the left is now over there screaming all kinds of excuses. They're coming up with their own stuff. Well, he was living there. He was, that was during COVID. First of all, it wasn't during COVID. It was before COVID. This is in 2019. Some of the stuff happened in 2014. People he's, he's interacting with here, the people who, who funneled the money to him. Now, I don't know, you know, this, they're using Joe, Joe Biden's address as a landing point for the, the funds. In other words, they, anytime you transfer funds, wire funds into someone's bank account, you have to have a physical address of the person who's receiving the funds. Now, keep in mind, we've gone a long ways here from a, a year or so ago, two years ago, whenever it was, when Joe Biden was flat out asked several times by several people, do you ever discuss your business, uh, any, any of Joe, Hunter Biden's business uh, dealings with at all with, with, your, with your son? I never discuss one of my business dealings with my son. Well, we've gone from that point to, well, Joe wasn't involved in any of the business deals with his son. To, well, we can't trace anything back to where Joe, Joe received any money from any, any funding. Now, the emails and the address wiring stuff now is, is coming to a head here. We, we, they found, I guess this was found in some kind of discovery. And now there's another question here I have. Why does it take an impeachment inquiry with these guys who are not detectives? They, are not, they have no resources really for, their, their talents are not in research and uh, investigation. I don't know if they have any talents at all, actually, but they're, they, 
their talents are, you know, they're politicians. And, and they're coming up with this stuff. They're finding these things. They're finding emails that talk about Joe being the big guy and talking about the brand is the Biden, the Biden family is the brand. That's what they're selling is the brand. They're, they're selling influence. It's as dirty as dirty can be. It's no, no less anything that Menendez did. He's pulling the same stuff, taking bribes, doing all kinds of stuff. And even to a larger scale than, than anything Menendez did. I'm talking tens of millions of dollars here. Not just hundreds of thousands of dollars, tens of millions. Now, as far as we know, Menendez probably over the years, you know, he's been, been in Washington for 30 years. He probably has done a lot more. This is why these people stand up for each other. And then, of course, that brings up the point of why, why is Menendez being fried now? What happened there? Not that it matters. Fry them all, as far as I'm concerned, because they're all corrupt. But Joe Biden is, is getting the pass, and of course, they, they can't stand the idea that they have to somehow keep propping this guy up, and they don't understand that American people are figuring it out. Their little charade is coming, you know, you're, we're looking behind the curtain now, and they're continuing To ignore, just to say, let's just, if we just keep saying it like this, this is the way it's going to be. We can keep talking like this. We can just keep, it amazes me that we're at that point. There's no evidence. There's no evidence. Well, where's your evidence? There's no evidence. Nancy Pelosi comes out and starts talking about how this is just a, you know, the Republicans are just, have this vendetta and they're just out there doing, doing stupid things. This is, this is not an inquiry. This is blah, 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 blah. This is. They're, really? They're just making things up. That's what they did the whole time going after Trump. Now, I don't know what's going to happen here to the Senate. They're, they're claiming that this next election in 2024, uh, Democrats are going to lose the Senate for sure. I don't know if that's the case or not. I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked into the numbers on that. Um, I believe that the, the Republicans, one way or another, are going to take all three this next time. Um, I'm pretty sure people are pretty well fed up with this. Now, there's some interesting things that have been happening. We have a, a, approximately 6 million people that have come into the country here uh, over the course of Joe Biden's administration. Uh, they, they can claim it could go up to, to upwards of 10 million by the time he gets, by the time the election happens again. Now, if they start handing out blank ballots, ballots to all these people, which they are in some states, they're allowing illegal immigrants to, to vote. I have to realize these people are coming here demanding housing. I just heard a story this morning about a guy who was in his 90s in a uh, care facility. And they decided to change the care facility because they can make more money into a, a, a migrant or refugee home, or whatever it's called. So they're booting out all the, they're booting out the uh, old folks. So he has to get out. And then they're, I think he's got a, like a month to get out. Not sure where he's going to go. 
because they're going to turn it into a refugee home. I'm sure the government's going to pay them more to house these people. Now, along with all this, uh, you know, if you've heard about the riots that are going on, like in Philly and other places around the country, just the big cities that are having these riots. And they're, they're just making it sound like this is, of course, they keep talking about, there's a, there's a guy who, who was, they're having this town council of some kind. This guy was up there touting this idea that here's how you stop these riots. This is the way you stop the riots. The way you stop the riots is reparations. No, no. You stop the riots by changing the, you think that's going to stop the riots? That's not going to stop the riots. There will never be enough. All in the name of justice, they're out there stealing televisions, iPhones, busting into Apple stores, Orange Lulu, I don't know, Lulu Orange, whatever that, I don't know what that, even know what that is, I have no idea. They're busting in there, getting clothing, all kinds of stuff, food. And I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. People I see stealing food are not people who are necessarily look like they're starving. Well, you don't have to be underweight to be food insecure. Sounds like a counseling issue to me. You need some counseling, I think. If you're insecure about something. So it is is crazy town right now, this stuff. And now the, 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 to, in order to solve this problem, of course, a lot, a lot of the stores, are, I guess uh, Whole Foods is pulling out of some, some places. And my understanding is that um, Starbucks has, has pulled out of a lot of, a lot of towns. And it's just, you know, all these leftist places that are all woke, and now they have to pull out of some of these places because they can't, yeah, they just keep they can't do keep doing business when they just everything keeps getting ransacked. So what they end up doing here is they're going to end up um, what they're going to do in Chicago. Chicago has a way of hiding it pretty well. They 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 hide their immigration issues, the tent cities that they have. Uh, they're in there everywhere. Almost every underpass, overpass, whatever you know, just every bridge has people living under it. And this goes on through the winter, by the way. These people are there all year long. And it is it has gotten out of hand. I mean, it has it's gotten, gotten ridiculous in most big major cities. Now, <clears throat> what they're talking about doing now to, to, to curb the issue of these, these cities, these uh, stores moving out, the city of, of Chicago is talking about starting their own, having the city-owned and operated grocery stores. Have you been to the DMV lately? If you can imagine, I'm sure when they put them up, they're going to be these wonderful meccas of, you know, it's an oasis, a paradise, if you will, of a food pantry with all kinds of food there that 
is cheaper than anywhere else because the government can subsidize themselves. Well, that's going to destroy the, the private market completely. And once that's done, then the, they have no competition. Or, of course, after that happens, guess what? Quality of service just continues to go down, downhill. And it will become a city, city-wide burden that everybody in the city will be paying taxes to make sure it all take, you know, everything's taken care of, that's paid for. And it will be basically be a, they're still going to overrun those places and take stuff from them. So it, it's not, this is not the issue. The issue is not the availability. It's not, it's not, it's the, there's a cultural problem here. The basic principles of, you don't take something that's not yours. Thinking that you deserve it because whatever. Because that other person doesn't deserve it. Or because racism. It's just... The logic here, and they're learning this stuff in schools, folks. This is the kind of stuff that they're being taught. That The philosophies that are being taught right now are, are vain and they're, be, they're very... This is, I, I call it doctrines of demons. It's just, it's just, a, it's a, it's not truth. It is the gospel of government. That's what they're teaching right now. So it's just, it's just crazy. It's craziness. Now, having said all of that, <clears throat> you know, this, and this, that kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of scary when you stop thinking about it. The, the city is going to have a grocery store owned and run a chain, not, not just one grocery store, but many start their own chain of grocery stores. that will be owned and operated by the city. So they're getting involved in business. Of course, you know, they won't run it. They won't, run it. It, it won't make any money. Guarantee you. All the altruistic idealistic things that they do. Um, yeah, I, I could get into a few other issues on this kind of stuff about housing and some other things. I'm not going to do that. Um, talk about affordable housing not being available. Uh, I've got some, I've got some issues with some of those kinds of things. Um, and I, I guess Yeah, I'm just not going to go there. So I have a, um, uh, a I, I only have a time for a short show this morning. I'm about 30 minutes long. We've only got about 10 more minutes left. Some interesting th stuff has been going on. I'm going to look at some headlines. And I'm not sure I'm going to be able to have a show tomorrow. Uh, it's very possible that I will be someplace else by the end of the night. Uh, I'm not sure where I'm going today yet. So, so um, I'm going to look at some of the headlines here. And just go over some of this stuff because um, Joe Biden, again, uh, has they had the debate last night, of course, uh, with the Republican debate. And it, it was uh, I wanted to I wanted to watch the uh, Mark Dice take, get his take on what happened last night. It, it seemed like it was pretty 
pretty much a clown show. And I think that's what he's actually saying here is a clown show of some kind. But but my take on the the debates themselves, I, I kind of I kind of listened to a hodgepodge of things. Uh, one of the things that I think Trump did uh, excellently in his speech to the UAW workers was that he, he didn't he didn't really throw his support behind the unions. He, he threw his support behind policy and showing how the policy is what they're they're really having the problem with here. This idea of electric cars, this this thing where they're trying to push the auto industry into a forced uh, production model, business model, that it that does not fit the current market. And it's it it is unsustainable. They can't they can't do it. Even even uh, Elon Musk has said there's not enough there's not enough rare earth minerals. There's not enough we we can't have this forced electric car thing happening. The grid won't, won't take it for one thing. The grid won't, there, there, we don't have enough electrical grid to handle it. We don't have enough chargers. We don't have enough materials to make enough batteries for every, every car on the road. So it's just, it's just not feasible. It's not possible right now until we come up with some kind of different kind of battery system. And all. Let the market do its thing. It's heading in the right direction. That's the, it's, a, it's, it's, if you want to call it the right direction, let it do it on its own. And, but that's not the way that you know, the left wants to force it. And that's what's causing all the, all the problems. We have um, an interesting, well, the, getting back to the debates, not anybody in the, no, I didn't hear anybody talk about the deep state and the, the weaponization of the DOJ. Nobody talked about that at all. Now, I think Mike Pence, um, there were several people throughout the night, especially afterwards, who are, are saying, you know, I think Steve Hilton was one of them uh, from Fox News, said Mike Pence needs to get out of this race. Um, I, I don't, and I, I agree, I agree. He has no business being in this race. He's not connecting with the people, with the general public. Uh, he's not a bad person, I don't think. He's not a bad man. He's just, he's just, He's got he's got no place in this in this in this race. Um, now, uh, DeSantis, on the other hand, uh, I think it was uh, actually Gavin Newsom said this in one of the in one of his interviews afterwards last night. He said Ron DeSantis is probably regretting that he got into this race, and I, I think that's probably the case. I, I think he's he's probably not happy that he did, he, he jumped the gun a little too soon on this one. He's been put into a position. Now, part of the problem is he's, he's and I, I, again, I think he was listening to people around him who were telling him things that he needed to get into the race and he was going to, you know, there were, there were people trying to draft him. There was a, there was a guy who had a, had an advertising campaign on trying to draft DeSantis into the race. This guy was some kind of millionaire, billionaire, whatever he was. He was raising funds to get people drafted, to get, to get uh, people to, to donate to this draft fund to get DeSantis into the race. This is, again, it's not organic. It's, it's a forced thing. It's almost much like the push, you know, forced regulations. It, it, it's, it was not a good idea. But DeSantis couldn't see that because there were people around him telling him other things. And unfortunately, I think it's, it's going to leave him in a, a much more different... People still say, I, we, we like DeSantis, we just don't like the fact that he's trying to, trying to run against Trump. This isn't working around. It's awkward. It is, it is very awkward. 
And he has put himself in a position where he, he is, he can't win. He can't, he can't win this. Now, heaven forbid, um, they do something to Donald Trump. They, they, uh, Tucker Carlson thinks he's going to be, they're going to try to kill him. Uh, I agree. I, I think, I think that's, and I, I, and whoever does it, the left will think there's, they're, they're, they're the hero. They'll, they'll, be, they'll probably get like, uh, manslaughter charges or something or, uh, Assault charges. Probably got a statue put up in D.C. somewhere. The the because um, you know they killed Orange Man bad. They killed the, they killed the racist because they made this guy out to be such a monster, and he's, he's just so ridiculous. I, you know, I was thinking it would be really funny if if Donald Trump would have a a black woman as a vice president presidential candidate this time. It, their heads would pop off. Of course, she would be the black face of white nationalism, white racism. And she would also be the female misogynist. I, I, they'd come up with all, all, you know, they would just see her. They wouldn't see her seriously. They'd make fun of her, make all kinds of names, talk, talk. They, they wouldn't, uh, I, you know, it'd be too bad that they would treat. But, but again, because they, it, it flies in the face of everything that they say about the guy being a racist and a misogynist. But they would, I think it'd be funny to watch him squirm on that one. Now, having said that, <clears throat> um, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that uh, who's the guy's name? Scott? Is that his name? Is that his last name? Um, one of the one of the guys. He, he's the uh, one African American guy who's actually he's not half black. He's like he's not like Obama. He's actually fully black, fully African American guy that is on is in the debates last night. And he he I believe would uh, is possibly up for a, a VP pick probably. However. Um, they were really, they were really throwing down on, on Vivek. Last time Vivek came across as a winner, this time they were all going after him. Uh, Chris Christie, again, is still in there throwing pot shots and doing his thing. Uh, and of course he can't, he had this little rant about Donald Trump. Donald Trump, I know you're listening to this and blah, 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 blah. And, and, uh, said something about how he's, um, uh, he's going to be Donald Duck. He keeps ducking these things. And it's not going to work for him. Well, it's working for him so far. And again, everybody, even CNN admitted last night that the true winner of this debate was Donald Trump. If you notice, a lot of the, a lot of the things that they say they're going to do, a lot of the policies they say they're going to enact were policies that were Donald Trump's policies. Mike Pence talks about, this is what we did and we're going to do, I'm going to do it again as president. Um, what you're talking about is the things that Donald Trump did. You weren't, you didn't do them. Donald Trump did. And you just happen to be along for the ride, and now you say you're going to do it because, you know, Donald Trump, apparently you don't think he should be the president, which is really bizarre to me for somebody who, who was serving as the VP, who's now running against his former, what he calls, running mate. As if he was in charge. And he's just, he's just not connecting with the American people at all. There's just nothing there. 
Uh, the guy down in the end, I don't know his name, maybe it's whatever his name is. Is it was somebody from Dakota or Idaho or wherever he's from? He, he's not connecting. He needs to, he needs to step down, step out. Uh, so Pence, Christie, the guy we don't know who he is. Uh, and, and I personally, they all just need to step down. Just, just, just let it go. It's, it's, it's just become a spectacle sideshow now. Gavin Newsom, uh, I think he's being groomed. I think they're going to put him in place. He's, he actually has, wants to, he's trying to have this debate now with Ron DeSantis. And he was on, I think he was on CNN last night, and he was, a, he was campaigning. He was talking about how California has this, you know, the lowest this, the lowest that, the lowest uh, unemployment, all this, all this kind of stuff. He was going on and on about all this stuff. And it actually, who knows whether they, they, they just change the numbers. They don't, I hear these politicians all the time saying, well, we, we've, we've done this, we've done that. Look at what everything that Biden says he's done with Bidenomics and how bad things actually are. And yet he's saying how we brought back all these jobs. We did this, we did that. We have lowest unemployment in 40 years. Um, it, it, most of the records that were He's talking about 40, 40 years. Guess, guess who was governor back then? Ronald Reagan was actually governor until 1980. And uh, they, they did have an, an incredible economy back then. California was the second largest economy in the world. And, of course, Democrats started taking it over. Policy started being enacted, and the next thing you know, it was falling apart. Well, now all of a sudden he's got it, you know, kind of back to, but the, the biggest problem is people are leaving California. It's what's, what might look okay right now at this moment, this little snapshot is not going to be that way in two years. California is on the verge of collapsing fiscally. They're in deep doo-doo over there. And I, it, it's just crazy. So, so having said all of that, I think it's important that we uh, do our best to understand who the influencers are, what, who's, who's saying what. Uh, there, there's some more stuff about Fauci and all kinds of things I could talk about this morning. Uh, I was going to talk about this COVID thing because apparently there were some CIA involvement uh, some funds that were being transferred, buying people off. There's some whistleblowers, all kinds of stuff concerning the Fauci thing and the origins of COVID and the things that Fauci was saying. There's there's one clip I want to play of Fauci that when he, when he, when he talks about how this, this is perfectly in, in line with uh, this virus jumping to humans through, you know, through natural causes. And the way he says it, I want to point out some things because audibly it's very contrast and very, very good to understand the vocal qualities. Folks, pray for our nation, pray for each other. God bless. Have a great weekend if I don't get talking about it.